Right, fellas, back with another episode. I think episode 11 of Documenting the Journey, and I am in the very beautiful So House, So Rock House Mykonos, um, which probably looks like a classic case of fucking dream life, living abroad, etc., etc., which I get a lot of comments on, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's never quite what it's cut out to be, the whole working abroad thing, the whole like barley laptop lifestyle sort of thing. Um, fucking hell, my hair needs a trim. And I'll get into that in a second, but um, first thing, Instagram is back after a week, a super stressful week again. Um, I'm having that down, it's down for six days in total this time, which is almost, I think, the exact same amount of time it was down last time. That was super stressed. I said I was less stressful than the first time because it was. Fucking hell, I realized that when I have two ears in a video, I look like I've got massive ears. I've got super self-conscious about it recently, which is super weird. Um, and yeah, it was fucking stressful. It affects our performance massively, but it is what it is. Um, Mykonos was booked as like, I guess the second like part of like the whole Hustle House thing that we did in Marbella. I'm gonna sound like a right tit saying this, but Marbella has definitely topped Mykonos in a lot of ways. Mykonos is probably the most expensive place I've ever fucking been. Um, it's terrible to get around. We couldn't book a villa, so we're all in separate hotels. But still a massive vibe. Less of a send than that one was. Like the first three nights we went out, first night was very, very, very heavy. I almost felt guilty because I'm like, fuck, a lot of work shit to do. I'm out here. But it was like a lot, a lot of networking. I wanted to complete a deal with these guys I was out here with. Handshake on that, which we've now done. Um, yeah, I feel like the whole working abroad thing and working, you know, having that freedom, like barley laptop lifestyle, being able to work from a laptop in cafes, whether it's barley, fucking Marbella, Mykonos, Mykonos, it's Mykonos, Mykonos, fucking brains fry from the sun, barley, Mykonos, Marbella, you know, places in Europe, Barcelona, like where I was two weeks ago. I'm going to sound so ungrateful saying this, but I just, I think, I've come to the conclusion that a, a trip for me, I prefer when it's a holiday and I'm not actually working or I'm not trying to work like fully flat out. Whereas this trip, I'm sat here, the Wi-Fi's all right, but it's massively fucking windy. So calls are like impossible. You know, you, you lose that routine, that like creature comforts of home and like, don't get me wrong, I fucking love traveling and I feel very fortunate to be able to do it. And I've done it a lot for like the past five, six years now basically whenever I fancy and I've got a great group of mates to do it with but I don't know what it is it's like trying to mix pure focused work with being away and the temptation to like send it on an evening etc etc it ends up there's like this weird anxiety I get from just fucking being like almost in the middle it's like am I fully committed to work and we feel great because we're getting on with shit and we're progressing or am I, or should I be enjoying where I am a bit more in, in the sense that like, should I just be relaxing with the book, sunbathing, all that sort of good stuff. And I try and do a bit of both, but I think it's because I'm trying to do a bit of both that ends up feeling, I don't know, like this is weird, like limbo. And then I've really noticed it this week. And I, I think I tweeted about it the other day and like, it's actually really bothering me. And I've probably been way too honest saying this, but like, I'm actually a bit worried that I've done this sort of stuff so much and been to so many beautiful places and traveled and it's like fuck I, I'm not sure I get the same pleasure or like enjoyment or joy from it anymore and it's, it's not just traveling it's like I think it's mainly traveling where I notice it because I'm in like a beautiful place you know where 
and I get messages all the time saying, you know, you have my dream life, etc., etc. And I, I'm very aware that in many ways I do, and I'm very fortunate to do what I do, even though there's a terrible amount of work and stress, of course, goes into it now and then. But yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't know. I find myself. I'm very, very, very guilty of the grass is always greener. So like when I'm in Mykonos, I'm like, we're talking about, oh, I want to go to Bali next month. And then when I'm in Bali, because it was the same when I was back home, I was like, oh, I'm so keen to go to Mykonos. The second I get to Mykonos, I'm talking about Bali. I, I'm, I find it very hard to be like present. Um, and that's something I, I really need to work on just as a person in general. But yeah, I've just really noticed it this week and it's not necessarily a negative thing, it's just like a self-awareness. Um, but yeah, I find it quite hard to deal with, to be fair, because my character is always, what's next, what's next, what's next? You know, more, more, more. Where's the next trip? What am I doing next week? You know, like, how can I scale this thing now? Like, how can we get to the next level of numbers now? And in the past, it was like, I had my dream car when I was 22. But then it wasn't my dream car anymore because I wanted the one that was more expensive and the roof came off and I, I just noticed that pattern in myself and I'm really, really, really trying to figure it out and be more present and appreciate, it's not that I don't appreciate things, I think I just maybe, I'm not, I keep saying it, but I'm not present enough to fully enjoy them and then it's often a case of, I'll go back from this trip and I'll be like, fuck, that was beautiful. There were some great memories. It was an amazing place, but I didn't appreciate it necessarily in the moment. So, yeah, I mean, this isn't business talk, but it's maybe like online entrepreneur freedom talk and, just, and maybe a, an interesting perspective because a lot of people look at me and think, and this sort of lifestyle generally, and I know plenty of people that, you know, would, would love to work online and stuff, but, and have that freedom to go anywhere. And having the freedom is great, but yeah, I, I don't know. I guess like two things I'm trying to say is firstly, when you're mixing kind of work and travel slash leisure, they almost both sacrifice a little bit and they both lose that element of focus and true enjoyment. Like you're either fully working or you're fully enjoying yourself, but when you're in between, it's difficult. So that's kind of the first thing. Um, so basically, I, I prefer to travel if it's like a full holiday. This one was a bit more last minute and I guess I'm guilty of just fuck it, summer, I wanted to come make a nice, never been, beautiful place. And it has been amazing, but yeah. That's just my own internal observation. And then the other thing, which is probably more, I don't know if it's worrying, but I've just become acutely aware of it, is that I just don't enjoy things as much that I used to really yearn for and you know really desire, like the ability to go nice places, nice dinners, all this sort of shit. And it ultimately comes back to like more things and experiences aren't, isn't necessarily better certainly not the more expensive ones it doesn't make it better it's like you have to figure out what you actually enjoy and, and, and most importantly it's the people around you when you're doing certain things like I would rather be in a rainy room in London with people I love and care about and are friends with and value than be here by myself for example obviously I'm not here by myself but that's kind of the point on that I, I think maybe it's an interesting perspective because um, yeah that's just what I wanted to say and this week's really highlighted it um, speaking about it now is kind of therapeutic to be honest I've spoken to my mates about it quite a bit and I think maybe it's an entrepreneurial trait because I'm always my mind's always fucking thinking I find I mean I'm going on tangent here but I find that quite difficult because I'm always thinking of the next idea 
whether it's fucking podcast, business, and sometimes I feel like paralyzed by ideas, to be honest. Um, and then like elements of my personal life. I'm just a, I think a lot, and I think it's a great, it gives me a lot of brain power, and, and it's a good thing, it has served me well. But sometimes I find, I just sometimes I wish I could just switch off and lie down with the book for 12 hours. I really fucking do. But I, I find that so hard to do. And my mind's always racing a thousand miles an hour. And when I'm in serene places like this, it, it comes to fruition more. Because, you know, I notice everyone else relaxing maybe. And I think, fuck, I wish I could switch off. But I just don't. I find it very, 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 very hard to do that. I mean, running helps me a lot with that. I've been training a lot out here still for the marathon, which is in like 10 weeks. But yeah. I guess this is maybe an episode that's a bit more about just maybe relatable shit from another entrepreneur that's fucking figuring it out. But in terms of actual business stuff, yeah, I have, I've touched on it a few times, we've kind of hand shook on it, documents sent out, looking to close another round of funding by the end of the month, which is bigger than the first round, quite a much bigger valuation for obvious reasons. And, and more importantly, it feels like I'm assembling a real dream team of people that can really help and mentor me, particularly one of them. Um, he's already been kind of doing that in a way, but yeah, it's good to have him like officially coming on board. I think it's best for both of us that he's like financially invested. Um, and yeah, like on that, because we've spent so much time speaking, like me, him, a bunch of other guys here, you don't realize the value of like mentorship. I don't know if that's the right word, but like it's probably the only person I've ever seen as like a mentor. But the value of that, and experience like proper experience input until you have it and i think also it's taken me getting to this stage of maturity which i mean i'm not the most mature can but definitely way more than i was like two years ago when i was a bit of an arrogant shit to be honest but now i realize how much how much value that, that having the right people involved can actually bring i'm not doing it on myself which i definitely tried to do in the past so yeah, I'm excited about that because I, I feel like it's almost, I think I'm, I've, I've put myself in a, in a fortunate position now, granted, you know, from six, seven years of fucking previous stuff, where it's like, I think I'm in the right vehicle at the right time. I've got more than enough capital to execute as quick and as boldly as I would like. And I also have a dream team of fucking very, very, very smart minds from, you know, from a, few different industries e-com consumables you know other guys that are running brands mates of mine people that have raised nine figures for a big fintech company like i feel like christ if i can't make this work over the next sort of three years three to five years maybe three years to an exit which is my goal then like it would really be my fault like i've got a very solid foundation all the boxes are ticked it's just now a case of executing it and not making any major, major, major fuckery mistakes along the way, I think, to get to where I want to be. And I've written down exactly what I want the outcome to be. And I, I think a three-year timeline, because I was never, I was always a bit ambiguous on that. I was maybe like, oh, I want to build a 100 million pound brand. But then one of the, guy, one of the guys I'm talking about has got me a lot clearer on, all right, that's all well and good. You know, 100 million pound brand, you know, valuation. What does that actually mean for you? If, if it doesn't necessarily mean anything for you in terms of like personal wealth and exit position, etc. So now I'm, now I'm redefining like the financial goal of the business to be like my money off the table after tax. Like 
what does that look like? What does that amount buy me in terms of freedom and lifestyle, like forever? What's the minimum it realistically needs to be? And how much is enough, really? And then putting a proper plan in place with people that have actually done that to that level and far beyond to execute it over the next, I'm calling it three years. Because I think, I, I think we slash I can do this in three years. And yeah, it's a fucking long way to go, of course, but it's exciting but terrifying. And, you know, I think, I'm not going to talk about the exact goal maybe in this episode, but if I can get to that number by in three years, which would, you know, I'd be 29, then fuck me, life would be pretty. I mean, there'd be different challenges at that point, I'm sure, but life would look pretty perfect for me in terms of like the life I've always dreamt of, elements of which I've experienced, but you know, getting to that next level. And yeah, that's, I've got a bit clearer on that recently. And I think having people around me that have actually done that, and like I said, beyond, and have achieved that financially, achieved that freedom, makes it feel way more tangible because it's not some pipe dream. And I have a plan in place on how to do it. And it's just a case of winning the fucking day. Like, have a plan for realistically, like the year break that down into quarters, break that down into months. Obviously things change, you pivot, as I've already had to do a lot in the first three months, but it just feels like it comes down to winning the day, and I know it's so stereotypical, but being like a mad overthinker myself, my mind's just always, you know, what happens if we get here, what happens if we don't, etc. It's just like, fucking hell, just focus on the day ahead of me, execute that, win that, you know, complete that mission, and then move on to the next day. And over time, the fucking days add up and it kind of dawned on me I've actually never spent more than 12 months focused exclusively on one brand and I've done loads of shit over the years as anyone that watches this knows but fuck if I can do three years like laser focus and just focus discipline consistency time that's what it feels like with any task and certainly this so yeah there's a lot going on um, still working on getting TikTok back Instagram is back Google shopping is still not quite bad. There's a load of fucking private jets flying in there. It's a massive fuck off yachts. Elon Musk was here the other day. Um, there's levels to this shit, of course. But yeah, um, back to the UK in two days. Then I'm probably going to Bali in August for a while. I fucking love Bali. <laughs> I, I think it's probably better than Mykonos. I'm not complaining. Mykonos is beautiful, but Bali's like, it's got a part of me from back in the day. Um, but yeah, there's a lot going on. That was a bit of a philosophical episode. Probably just sharing my fucking thoughts, to be honest therapy for myself when I'm sat overlooking the mountains and the sea but yeah I'll catch you in the next episode cheers for watching <laughs>